Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin, and this is a bonus episode of SLC Punkcast. Just me, as I talked about on the last episode that Eric and I were hosting. Uh, we had an extra long interview with the band Day Drinker. I wanted to split that up and really want to highlight all the different bands that the band members of Day Drinker touch. Therefore, you know, proliferating throughout our punk scene, so many bands. So many great songs. As I've talked about when other bands break up, not this discussion right here, totally separate. But the good thing is, is when bands do that and then they create other bands where you get other music, different sounds and so forth. And the same is accurate for uh, bands that do side projects or in some instances play in a band and then come here. And we'll talk more about that and how all of those kind of tie in together with all the bands here, or band members rather, Day Drinker. So, we have an interview, another portion of the interview, and I'll include that here in a couple tracks. We're gonna discuss a little bit, play a little bit of, like I said, bands that these band members of Day Drinker touch. So, Bart and Ronnie and Antoine and Jane are going to cover some projects that they are in. And I'm splitting this into two parts, so two different bonus episodes. So about a 40-minute portion of the interview on this episode. I think we did about a 20 to 30-minute portion on the actual episode from SLC Punkcast this past week. Uh, on the regular episode coming up this week, we have a different interview. It's the guys putting together general violence conference here in Salt Lake. So the next portion of Day Drinker's interview is going to be coming out probably around this weekend, just kind of cutting it up, figuring out what goes with what. And then uh, as part of the interview, you'll hear here a little bit of discussion about live shows and uh, for example, the bands that will be playing some live shows, we'll talk about all of those specific bands, so I'm even splitting that up amongst the two bonus episodes. So that'll be on the next one. On this one, we're going to get first into uh, a band that Bart is in, and uh, also Antoine. Antoine doing drums, Bart playing bass. The band Nations on Fire have been around since 1991. Bart has been doing bass for the band since 2018. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how long Antoine's been doing drums. I'd be willing to guess somewhere around that same amount of time, though, as Bart. Uh, the band's from Kortrijk in Belgium. Kortrijk, K-O-R-T-R-I-J-K in Belgium. Uh, the band is found over at Nations on Fire on both Instagram Facebook. Played something from them previously. We're going to play a different track off of their original release, as I did not see anything put out since 2018. But I bet, you know, I'm picking a track that I'm thinking that they might be playing live. Therefore, uh, Antoine and Bart both playing these, or at least this track. That's my guess. Either way, I like the track. Nations on Fire, Strike the Match. We're going to play the track Iron Will.
Nation's on fire. That track is Iron Will. Good stuff. As I said, Barton Antoine also playing in that band. Next up, we're going to be getting into the band Hard Wax. You know, a lot of these bands that I'm going to be talking about, Ronnie plays in. Ronnie plays in so many bands. Even after the interview, I uh, came across a track that uh, Ronnie is playing in, a, not came across a track, came across a post that Ronnie's playing in another new band. I'm going to save that for the next episode. Feel free to go look that up on your own. And either way, uh, it'll, there'll be a reason why. We'll get to that on the next episode. Anyway, Ronnie also in this band. Uh, playing now in Hard Wax. They're from Plymouth in the UK. Uh, Tom, he does most of the instruments and vocals, but now, you know, adding Ronnie in. Uh, Paul doing drums. Uh, so just another great band that Tom's involved with, but another great band that Ronnie is now involved with. The band just put out uh, an LP. Ronnie's on it, Don't Stop the Beat. It came out October 28th of 2022. Already played a track, but let's play another one. Uh, At Hard Wax UK over on Instagram and on Facebook. Both the track that we are going to play is called Out of Our Way. So let's get into it. Face with it. 
Wax, Don't Stop the Beat. That was the album. And Out of Our Way, great stuff. Great end of the 2022 year release. I really dig that band, and I'm glad Ronnie joined. And it's just amazing to me how many different bands he is in. I mean, the band members here, we're talking about all the band members, uh, but he is in so many. Extremely impressive. I am amazed he has any time left for anything and to continue to add more. I am curious to see after, you know, we'll talk about the most recent addition to bands that he's playing with. I'm curious to see what'll be the next one. Uh, Next up, though, we're going to play the band Aggressive. Love that band. Uh, Did an interview with Dan way back in April of 2018. So five years ago, the podcast was almost a year old at that point. And uh, it's really cool. If you want to go back, check it out. It's episode 42.5. Aggressive is coming to the United States. They'll be doing a tour with Hard Sell through the Midwest. I think about eight or so shows. And that'll be like the second week or so of May. Just go follow them at Aggressive Oi on Facebook at or at Aggressive underscore Oi on Instagram. And you can find out the details as to where, because not all the, the dates have been announced for the cities, at least not that I've seen. So, from Duisburg and the Ruhr area of Germany, that is where Aggressive's from. If you heard the first part of the interview, and you will be listening to the next part uh, interview, you know, Jane is from Germany and lives there and in Holland as well. Uh, She fills in for Aggressive when they need a guitar player, and she has done that. If you go look on their social medias, you'll see her in several of their pictures, uh, post-show, during the show, all of that. And so we're going to play something from them. She will not be joining for the uh, U.S. tour this time, but plays other shows with them. And so why not highlight this band as it is something she plays? And this could be a song. I don't know what is on their playlist. I am definitely trying to make sure I get to at least one of those shows. And I will report back after that, but it'll be in about six weeks or so, on if this is one of those tracks. Off of their newest album, Unbreakable, which came out October 8th of 2021, we're going to play the track Carry On. It's great. It's not one we've played before, as I've played several, because I really enjoy this band as well. So here we go. Here's some aggressive. Tell me 
Carry on. That is aggressive. Great stuff. Uh, now that I've played something that each of the band members have played in, and we'll play some more after the interview, let's play some Day Drinker. So they put out a track, Flesh, Blood, and Bones. Let's get into that one. So uh, it is Into an Early Grave demo. Uh, great track still. I like it a lot. Uh, Jane doing vocals on it. Let's uh, get into it. I mean, so many other great bands, and we'll be playing some of those, like I say, on the next show during the interview. Malad, uh, Jane, and Ronnie both playing. Definitely a good episode to play it on is this one, but, uh, you know, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking uh, quite a lot about the bands that will be doing tours or playing live shows, and so I kind of grouped those together, and that one will be on that episode. The next one, plan to put out this coming weekend. Uh, the interview will come up right after this track, and we are just going to be discussing stuff like the the upcoming music, the releases, possibly coming to America, which would be great, the, the writing process, the dynamics within the band, uh, even doing a little reverse interviewing uh, and asking questions of me and talking about how European bands are received here in the U.S. So a lot of great stuff on this portion of the interview that will be on this episode uh, if you want to go follow the band, which you should, at Daydrinker Punk Rock on Facebook and at Daydrinker underscore Punk Rock over on Instagram. Flesh, Blood, and Bones is the track. Then we'll hop right into the interview, followed by, you know, some more music. So let's do it. Flesh, Blood, and Bones.
don't have a full-length yet. We're working on that. Because of the fact that we don't have a full-length yet, people are still uh, a, little bit, a little bit curious, maybe don't know who we are still. We're going to focus on releasing that full-length. Mm. And after that, fucking conquer yeah. the world. Maximum yeah. promotion. So yeah. what's the <laughs> process for you? So this weekend, you're getting together, figuring out which songs that everybody agrees on, yeah. Uh, yeah. learning mm-hmm. all your parts, basically getting yourself yeah. ready to go into the studio. When exactly. When is that? Is that by the end of the weekend, the goal is to be ready to go to a studio, or is it at the end of the weekend you evaluate and then maybe get together again to practice, or you give yourself some time to practice? Quite, quite mm-hmm. interesting question. What is the plan <laughs> we already discussed that actually. Yeah, what are we going to do? We're well, not going to be able to do all the songs this weekend. Mm-hmm. We already discussed that because it's a lot of work. We only did four songs today mm-hmm. uh, out of 10. And a video. Uh, <laughs> and, a, and a video. Yeah, we put some time in that, didn't we? <laughs> but um, no, it's actually. Um, I don't know. It's 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 all a bit vague, actually. But uh, I really want to release or, or do the studio time this year, twenty twenty three. We have to set the deadline, and, and it's. Uh, I agree. Right. It's a good thing. Uh, the idea was to walk out with everything hammered out, that that we knew what yeah. we should focus on, what we should practice on at home, and then set a day to record. Yeah, but then that was a general idea. It's a lot of work still. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got a lot of work and we got a lot of demos and a lot of songs to learn. Um, so, so from, from September on, we focus on the record? Right? What? Or, um, yeah. Can be faster. Or... Ah, well, we have to discuss it, you see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you actually, well, you actually uh, everything's been written better. I could yeah. say what in a year, the record is out, maybe. Is this a deal? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it would uh, be a perfect follow-up to the split that's upcoming. Yes, yes, exactly. It's just waiting for the artwork. It's a little awkward because we had to set the, uh, we wanted to set a deadline for this, uh, but we didn't discuss it yet because otherwise, it's yeah, you know how it goes. But, okay, let's... You're a witness now. I am. Let's set a deadline right now. Yeah? <laughs> Next, yeah. Yeah. Next year, end of March, the fucking record is out. I like uh, it. Next you. year, March. Yeah. That's a Next year, see, see, March, see we're going to deliver our fucking yes. record. The record is coming. That's the plan. Yeah, I'm telling you, we're, we're going to do it. Because we're all like that. <laughs> and the record is called Into an Early Grave. Right. Into an Early Grave. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that. Be it's going to be more of a concept album, I think. Yeah, it's really yeah. a concept album. Yeah. 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 Stories to tell. Yeah. yeah it's it's big... about the midlife, really. Yeah. Actually. And yeah. All, uh, all our vices and, and its influence on uh, our private lives and our yeah, professional really lives uh, as well. Yeah. A lot, yeah. a lot of things going on. It's really this. intimate, actually. And, uh, <laughs> Being in a band uh, called Day Drinker, uh, it's a lot of fun with all drinking and everything, but that's its consequences. And that's basically and that's what a really, really about. dark twist to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always with Day Drinker. It sounds very happy in first place, but if you listen to the lyrics, lyrics are dark. It's actually not that funny. That's kind of a nice Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Well, along those lines then, so uh, how often do you guys get together as you are now? And if the deadline is album's going to be out by this time next year and recording mm-hmm. sometime this year, it, would the plan be to get together as you are now? Or do you guys get together by way of kind of how we are at the moment 
periodically yeah, exactly. uh, to practice and, and work things out in your own locations. The ma- the main goal for this weekend is that that everybody sorts uh, his parts for all the mm-hmm. songs, so they can uh, because these people do that when they know what to do, they're gonna sort it out themselves at mm-hmm. home. Then we're gonna set a date to record, and we're probably gonna do that at my place uh, uh, with DR recording and stuff. The drums at a real studio in Belgium. Where we re- recorded the split for um, uh, mm-hmm. with the gun down. Actually, mm-hmm. it's a good studio. Mm-hmm. It's from it's the studio of yeah, from, Bart, from, yeah, from, from uh, Agitators yeah. from Belgium. Really good set, uh, studio. He's an awesome guy, and he's an awesome guy. One from the scene, basically okay, the, the place to be for punk rock and rock bands uh, nearby. Because he, he's from the scene, he played in the Agitators, uh, and he knows his stuff. He, he and it's easy to work with as well. He just want once he gets started, he just wants to finish it and be happy with it. And he does it at all costs, you know. He goes all the way to to give the best results. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But guitar mm-hmm. shit we do at his place. We will uh, practice. Uh, it's actually a little bit of an awkward question because we didn't discuss this shit. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now it's recorded right away. Yeah. <laughs> But we set the date to releasing an album a year from now. So we will uh, work through Mm -hmm. that. My idea is to walk out knowing all the songs because I'm not a a technical person. I'm not a musical person. When when I listen to the songs, I I don't know how to play them myself. So uh, I want to learn them from from Jane and Ronnie. That's what's... And walk out knowing the songs. And then we're going to... Well, me and Antoine, we don't live so far apart. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna drum and bass the songs that really, yeah, uh, lock, lock in with each other. So we, yeah. we get a solid bass to uh, record on later. You know, uh, mm-hmm. that's great. The rhythm, the rhythm section is, uh, gets to hang out together and and work together. Around. So that's yeah. great. That's great luck for us. Yeah, they uh, now they can work it out together. Mm-hmm. The thing is that that we yeah we know each other musically as well. We're playing together for four years now. Uh yeah yeah yeah. And you guys yeah. Yeah, in the beginning we were practicing a lot. I, I, there were weeks that I saw him more than my 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 girlfriend and my kids because <laughs> we were practicing so much together. Oh, really? So we really? musically <laughs> we know each other really well. Let's let's keep it like that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, but me, uh, I'm I'm coming from the hardcore scene, so to me, music is more like like a force, like a a vehicle to get the message across. Mm. And with Ronnie and Jane, they're more musically educated. So, yeah. <laughs> right, that's different. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. Antoine as well. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's also uh, musically educated. He, he's very... What? I am fast drummer with the hardcore scene, and I have to learn to play my shit at the right tempo. We, we heard that uh, this yeah. morning. In the beginning, he always plays it safe. Mm. It doesn't do too much, and then uh, after a while, uh, he puts more power in his drumming and does more fills. And once he's more comfortable, eh? Mm. Antoine is someone that's slowly building up. He starts with the basics and then starts adding stuff. And uh, once once he completely knows the song, he he really throws himself into the music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's basically his character, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's what I do as well. I mm-hmm. learn the basics and then uh, after a while start adding octaves or start to figure out uh, what the original bass yes. lines are like and 
mostly simplify them. <laughs> ah, yeah, but, but uh, well, I think you do a pretty good job. I mean, uh, if you come from, you didn't play bass. Uh, you were always a singer, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think you. That's, uh, that's why I see music still as a brute force, you know. Instrument that <laughs> later, later age, uh, you do a fucking awesome uh, dedication. Well, thank you. Uh, mm. Talent. Valencia, we say well, it's not uh, it's not talent it's just practice <laughs> hey some some of us practice. have to go that oh, route <laughs> absolutely the hard way yes. always the hard way <laughs> practicing is talent can't help it <laughs> what practicing is talent yeah practicing is no. talent. Yes. oh yeah sure absolutely i know yeah, motivation is a talent as well yeah yeah focus i have no feeling for rhythm yeah I do. you know Oh, I can't count to four. They just, mm. just the Some the people music. just don't have it. They have to, it. to understand the music, it's important. Yeah, so it's right. helpful. Uh, since we're kind of on the topic also, of making decisions mm -hmm. right now, uh, are you making the decision to bring Day Drinker over to the United States next year? Oh, that would be a dream come true. You want that, to do that? Too? That's, that, that's not in our hands, actually. Man. Really? Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We do it in a heartbeat. I was doing it in a heartbeat, but the, now. Yeah, but but the thing is, uh, going to the US is expensive and it's a lot of distance to cover. So uh, it's not yeah. like in Europe where you just get in a van and drive two hours and yeah, you come exactly. in another country with no. Uh, language. If you don't, but, I don't want to organize it myself, mm -hmm. so we need. That's a great idea, by the way. Yeah. Should yeah. Go to yeah. America. Yeah, sure. Or we need the plane. Uh, Set another yeah. date. March 2000. Great idea. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna it's my dream as a musician to play in USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah me, me as well. Uh, I, I've already I, been to, I just, uh, to Mexico I just, and I'd to go to north and discover America. Let's do it later. No, I was asked for the hard sell and aggressive tour. Uh, they have now an America tour, and I was asked to play the guitar with aggressive. And I said, no, guys, no, I don't do it. I don't. I don't do it. It costs me vacation. It costs me holiday uh, days, days right. off from work, and and then I'm with those dudes. I don't. I not really my friends. Sometimes I help out. I don't know. So far away, ten thousands mm. of kilometers, and I think it was just scary. But you guys, I would do it, but not. Yeah. With, okay. Not sorry. Not not with yeah. this. Yeah. Gonna fly tonight. Tonight. <laughs> I'm afraid of tonight. Tonight, apparently. America, great country, uh, but uh, yeah, leave it like that. <laughs> oh my god! No, I want it for you guys. I I will do it mm -hmm. in a heartbeat, really. So you have any plans on that matter? Then hmm? you're gonna organize a festival? Yeah, you're gonna bring us over to the USA then? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need much. Only beer and wine and water. I have a place water? for you to stay right oh, here. Yeah, the me. drawback is it. And my house, unfortunately, doesn't move from location to location, so I've only got you covered in Salt Lake, but I do know a lot of people. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Well, let's do Salt Lake then, yeah. for starters. Sure. <laughs> hey, 2024, doing a festival. Oh, yeah. really? Nice. Awesome. awesome. Nice. That's, a, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Good news. I'm willing to buy tickets for that, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm getting excited for that. Mm, me too. Well, but I, in the summer. Well, <laughs> yeah, you said it. It's yes. a deal then. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You said it. Oh. Yeah, I've got a place for you to stay. You come play here. So 
okay. writing process uh. for Day Drinker. It sounds like, Ronnie, you do a lot, but I'm sure everybody comes up with their own parts. But everybody's also in several different bands. And so a question I want to ask is, for each of you, when you come up with ideas, how do you decide what really fits for Day Drinker as opposed to <laughs> maybe the other bands that you're working in? Lyrics, whether it be the sounds. It doesn't work that way in Day Drinker, actually, because... I write all the stuff at first. So I'm presenting that stuff to them. Jane, for example, uh, I always have these gaps in between uh, lyric-wise, in between songs. Uh, what I do is I write a verse, I write a chorus, maybe a pre-chorus, and I make an example of that. So so a short, short little track to present to these guys, is this something to work with? Is this cool enough? Do you mm. think it's cool? And most of the times they agree. Sometimes they say no shit, but <laughs> most of the times they agree. And then I, uh, I I work it out as a whole song, but still with these unfinished lyrics on it. Most of the times I send it to Jane. I say, maybe you can do something with that. Write some extra lyrics, write another verse, maybe change some lyrics or stuff. Lyric-wise, Jane does a lot. She does a lot with this music. The reason why we're here for the weekend, actually, is these concepts I make are, in my opinion, really raw. I want these guys to give it, well, to make it, to make it their own. Right. Actually, yeah. that's that's the whole reason why we're here yeah. this weekend. So we present these demos like I make them at home. So I said to these guys, uh, let's work it out together over here and give it your own twist or something. Mm -hmm. You know, that's mm -hmm. the way we work, actually. I do come up with, with the structure, with the structure and the first part of the lyrics and the, and the concept and stuff. For example, we're not a jamming band. For that. We're not a jamming band. No, no. Not at all. For example, uh, Ronnie has a completely different, he's a good drummer, but he has a completely different style as on one yeah. so uh well, when you basically start with songs uh Antoine is doing his own style and his own input and we have uh, on the axis and, adjustments uh, yeah the yeah. correct in adjustments English and yeah yeah, adjustments. Mm. yeah this is how it works songwriting actually Ronnie do it first I think it works pretty well because we don't see each other much really fast so it works fast because mm -hmm. uh, he delivers actually a whole exactly song. exactly but, yeah. um, uh, we then just say agree or or, or yeah or write some lyrics or like uh, make uh, the rhythm parts for me some easier like because when you have sometimes a different hand playing a uh, guitar and I do it then differently but uh, doesn't affect the, the beats or something. To and, be clear, uh, when he sends a song, it's completely done. Yes, yeah, completely it done. It's, it's drums, bass. But, uh, guitar lines, solos, vocals, everything. It, but, it's a yeah. complete demo. Actually, some of these songs you have already played in your radio show. The way I I, I presented to my band members, there are songs like "Disintegrating Nation." You played once in your show. That's the way I presented to my band members. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that song was finished. Yeah, but sometimes and it's just perfect, and we adapted like that's like this is perfect. We don't have to. Maybe I have I sing, but we don't have to change or. Anything. Yes, we only need to sitting at home and learning it. So, um, because we all agree, it's a fucking great song. Why we sh shouldn't change it? Because of the la the lack of uh, coming uh, in, in coming together, uh, we don't because we simply don't have the time. 
some of it is my fault, but that's going to change. But um, uh, because of that, perfect. we have to work like this. Yeah. No, it's to, perfect to, to work to, like this. To uh, write the whole song perfect. already. In the beginning, uh, they just uh, copied what I wrote in that song. Nowadays, I'm more into let's have a weekend together in a bungalow yeah. and mm. make it your so, own. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't work it out like that anymore like I did in the beginning. Yeah. I, I keep some gaps in between uh, for them to, to, to make it yeah. their own because yeah. you you are, at the end, you're still a band and it's not a, the big Ronnie Hammersmith show. Uh, you know? That's so what I meant. That it's I want to be a band. Because... I want them to. To, to put put something in as well, you know. Right. So that was that's, the agreement on the first album that we do it together. Yeah, that was the agreement so, on the first uh, album that we should they, that we they, would do it like this. They yeah. drinkers started very fast. We just never played a live show, and we already had a label, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, and exactly. already had singles exactly. coming out. Had a split uh, together with no restraints from Italy. Like it went very fast, and this hadn't could couldn't be done without this way of working like we do. Like Ronnie presented the songs, we learned it, we did some lyrics or whatever, just put it, but uh, uh, then we could start it very fast and make in Corona times uh, ourselves a name without even playing live. So that was very amazing. Yeah, yeah. Actually, years without playing uh, any shows. Yes, without playing any show, we already had. Uh, had We're not your typical out. band. We're not playing live, you know. <laughs> During Corona, we, we, we put out. We knew each other. <laughs> Oh, it was really crazy. Uh, but this is uh, then uh, that's how, this just works for us. During Corona, we put out a picture disc, twelve inch, yeah, yeah. Uh, and two splits, and <laughs> t-shirts, and I don't know what. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah. okay, and we uh, we had wow, <laughs> we haven't played a single fucking show. No, we're only playing. So, yeah, yeah, we played, uh, yeah, we played our first yeah. show. We already had records out of one year ago. Yeah. <laughs> really crazy, but it could only be um, it could only happen uh, because Ronnie uh, had some stuff already set up, you know, mm. already had uh, ha had it uh, at home the songs, Ronnie's but we all, still yeah. do, did it together, mm -hmm. you know. Like, I have to I have to admit this is not an ideal situation for a band. A band like this, like we do it, can only succeed. When every member of it is dedicated and knows what to do right, we see each other maybe sometimes four times a year. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and we manage to play gigs, <laughs> successful gigs. We manage to record stuff. Uh, it's amazing. actually, that's the reason why I always say it's one of the most special projects I have. Mm. And I have Absolutely. some projects, but this is... This is always a project that I that I, I, I admire the most. You didn't actually, know it because was because so. of the dedication of every and you can rely in that. rely on each other. We know we have a show planned. The communication is very good, very well. We have a show planned. We we are there together. We play the show. We are selling a lot, uh, selling some merch, and put a you know we are, we we just doing it without. Yeah, maybe we saw each other. We didn't saw each other for three months, but we didn't carry on a whole other level of. Uh, it's, 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 uh, works it's out very well this way. And it's very yeah, special then, because uh, I never had this with any band, you know? It's special. Yeah. I, I, it's, again, something I can't explain with words. It's, it's every individual in this band giving all that he has or she has to, to make this 
to a success. It's 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 special, really, really. Yeah, it's really amazing. It works. It works. With the amount of time we get to spend together, the goals that we uh, of the the things we achieve. Clicks, special, clicks, really. so, well, yeah, clicks so well. It works. Like, like I said, uh, Ronnie is a very talented musician. He can play every instrument, record every instrument. Mm -hmm. And he also he can, can write songs that, that are catchy, that work. You know, uh, when you listen to it, you know it, it works. It sounds good. And yeah. that's very unique in his band to have a person like that, uh, that, that basically writes and records everything by himself. Uh, that's our biggest benefit. Actually. You can't imagine that I fucking love it. Great band. Cheers. This, this is what monkey music is all yeah. about. Cheers to that. But yeah, I, I can. You gotta yeah. find people that clicks that click. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's amazing. I could also say, yeah, For oh, uh, you're an asshole, you're an asshole, but it does, but it ain't. Ah, it's all working out very. Basically, well. basically, we were four four strangers who did not know each other, and mm. because of some songs I posted online, we're here together and we're all here. fucking dedicated. Yeah. yeah. And, Are we together and, now for two years? Yeah. Or two, uh, three years? We have three years? It's only two years or three years. Two years. Bart and I, three years. The rest of us, oh, two years. And you joined? Oh, yeah. One year. One sorry. year. Yeah. Ah, a little, so a little one year and two weeks. You did a lot harder. For yeah. you, it was even harder because you are you have I'm to learn everything. In two weeks. Never rehearsed. Yeah, it was okay. For a drama. We only played live. Maybe rehearsed three times. Yeah, what we said, three years. And you're only one year in this band. Crazy. Right. Think about it. You had the hardest job, man. You joined the band. <laughs> yeah, but had to play live. Didn't know shit. Never mm. rehearsed. Proud of you, man. Yeah, I'm proud of me. And I'm proud of okay. everybody. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that's what's happening all the time. We're fucking loving each other. Because of our... Uh, much emotion. Uh, yeah, achievements. Yeah. Shit. No, if I think about it, it's, it's crazy. We're all on the same line. And that's that's what's special about this band, actually. Yeah, but to be in a good situation, uh, it makes everything better, 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 better. You know? yeah. yeah. Working together is Pressure. really great because there is one goal to to to, to reach is that correct but no no negative things you know just uh, working working yeah okay we find the solution for we every also song have, uh, the same working class mentality as well yeah exactly uh, there are no egos we That's all hate it. our jobs a carpenter uh, i'm a mechanic uh, ronnie's a plumber i work, hey. I work in the service. Uh, yeah. i'm a, a yeah. chef uh, you can say we, we find solutions yeah. not problems uh, and that's great to to work with those people because uh, every time it's like, okay, we should play like that, and it works. Oh yeah, that's great. That's great. That's easy. That's uh, quick. Uh, that's great. Yeah. And we we saw it uh, today. Yeah, with the video. Oh, you gotta look at watch the video afterwards. Yeah, because I tried to kill him with his own uh, symbols. It was okay. Now it's gonna be awesome. Oh, my life, huh? That's new stuff. I'm I'm uh, excited what you think yeah. about it. So. <laughs> well, there's a lot of positive vibe, positive vibes going on. That there, there's a certain atmosphere that's very positive yeah. and very yeah, easy going. Yeah. This is oh, I enjoy it so much. I get uh, it's meant it's meant to be, man. It's meant to be. I sometimes I do believe I'm not a very spiritual person, not at all. 
But this this stuff is meant to be. I'm, I'm really sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me that look. <laughs> I was fucking. I didn't have it. I just, I was just. It's oh, I'm broke and I have a headache. But okay, then I restarted to play. Okay, and I think, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then I get in, and this gives me so much energy. You know, like playing music with these dudes, and then I'm totally into it again. Doesn't matter which shit humor I had uh, in the first. Uh, oh, yeah, we have uh, a lot of laughs as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Good thing. Good thing. Good weekend. Good. Good people. We we had a show in Holland uh, last time with a French guy uh, and him, uh, mm -hmm. one of his friends, and they were saying like, "Oh, I love the scene in Holland. That there's no, there's no punk scene in France." What said, boy? Yeah, listen so to this, and I put it on you. One of your episodes uh, of uh, your journey in France, and they were blown away by all the bands and all yeah. the. And Cities, they know that there was so much going on, right? France at the moment, oh, so brilliant, so good. Really, a lot of shit is going on in France. I discover so many bands every time I go to the next country. You know, I have a list of bands that I want to play that I'm familiar with, and then just as I go, just more and more, and then put out yeah, a couple episodes, and then other people are like, hey, yeah. uh, have you looked at these bands? Like, fantastic. Yep, keep sending them my way. I'll check them out. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's, That's really cool. Gotta get yeah. Supporting us and our friends. And it's always great to uh, to see that. Uh, awesome. Coming from, from over uh, the freaking ocean, you know? Yeah. Discover <laughs> also, huh? also bands because of you. You know, just uh, like, oh, if you listen to your show, and then, uh, oh, I didn't know I wanted to listen. Like, yeah, I'm discovering a lot of great stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. It's great. So you yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. Supporting each other and supporting the bands and uh, music lovers, you know. That's really, that's really amazing. I got to know Rafa Toshin uh, because of your show, and, and uh, now uh, they're friends with Ronnie and everything, so uh, that's great. Yeah. It's a small world. Rotten 13. Rotten 13. Oh, yeah. I first got to know him through Punkano Worldwide. Yeah, and now it's going to pause them two weeks. And they just played together a couple of weeks ago. And I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so exactly. Small world, and, and it's great to support and get to know each other yeah. like that. Yeah. As we were talking about early in the show, like what's in my vicinity? What's what's within twenty minutes of me? Because far, you know, if it's an hour, I don't want to go. But then you realize, in that hour away, that eight hours away, that two days away, or however far, people are doing the same thing. They're thinking the same thing. They're, they're, it's so relatable that there's so many other people because punk music is so small comparatively to other things. But there's actually so many people out there that like it. You just got to expand. Where you're looking. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's uh, really amazing uh, with your show. Yeah. Much uh, respect for your research and your 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 approach. Uh, I all these things. Music, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it's not, not bullshitting. It's like um, setting something up and I just... Ah, and, and and curious about uh, these countries, these bands in this genre. You know, it's cool. It's it's really admirable that you, from over the pond, yeah, took are digging so much yeah. into the European scene that and what's going cool. on there with these episodes. Actually, that's really special. How do you do that? Let's let's reverse the interview. You're giving us an audience. If you're actually. Punk rock, you have you can't 
But you you have to go for Europe. Yeah, All I, punk I, rock comes from England. I get you, but I love punk rock, but I'm not into uh, digging so much, actually. It's a lot of work, and he does it. Yeah. Okay. What the fuck yeah, are you doing that? <laughs> it's for the love, right? You guys are doing yeah. your part on perpetuating <laughs> the scene. As we were talking about earlier, people like you are creating the music for hopefully the younger generation, but at least for people, uh, whoever's interested. And the more bands that are out there doing that, it kind of breathes life. Anytime anybody thinks the punk yeah. scene's dying, well, there's more bands that are coming that are right. breathing life mm -hmm. into it, regardless of if there's 10 people at a show or if there's 1,000 people at a show. And for me personally, I would love to be in a band. I haven't taken the time to really learn any instruments. I have a lot as I'm building that studio, and I plan to take some time to do that. But at this point, my part for me was to help grow the scene, I'm going to do this. And mm -hmm. I've always been a person where instead of talking about it, I'm going to be about it. Meaning years ago, before I started doing this, I started the show in 2017. So SLC Punkcast is coming up on six years and then Punkanoi Worldwide is four years. Wow. And it was one of those ideas where, all right, I think we need more of this. I love this music. I don't understand why more people aren't listening to this music. I don't understand why there's not more podcasts and radio shows and other people mm -hmm. pushing this music out there. And it's one of those things you can either be one of those people that sits back and whines and complains like, oh, there should be more, or you just go do it. And I just said, all right, I'm going to start this. I like it. And it, growing from there wow. was an evolution. You know, years ago, uh, before there was Spotify and Pandora and those other ways that you can kind of discover music, uh, even on YouTube was a great way, like 15 years ago, you know, you come across a band that I like, Lion's Law. I heard on satellite radio, they would have shows on the punk channel, like Tim Armstrong from Rancid. Once a week on a Monday night, he would host an hour, and he'd occasionally have some of his other bandmates or other people on. And I, I remember Lars Fredrickson came on and this was when Lion's Law was brand new. So this is, I don't know how many years ago, but Lars Fredrickson says, <laughs> hey, I really like this band Lion's Law. Check them out. And they played that song wow. there. And mm, so yeah. then you plug it in on brand YouTube. New. And so you get a lot of more, a lot of bands are connected to this. Exactly. Right, yeah. Along that right column there, you start yeah. seeing the, the recommendations right. like, oh, you should check these out. And then you start listening yeah. to these other bands and then it just kind of grew from there. And then at that yeah. point, I decide I'm going to do a podcast because in my mind, that's I not think, sufficient. Yeah, that's more ah, shit going wow. in wow. nowadays. Like it's in, uh, like it's in the US, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, you got a few bands like no, uh, Noise uh, and uh, Noisy, Noise, as you know. Yeah, the, there's that, a lot of bands. Yeah, but there's in, in Europe, there's it's up and up all those amazing bands, uh, you know? French bands, the, yeah, the Spanish bands, and like, like yeah. So all those bands popping up. So um, right. uh, back in the nineties, everything came from America. You know, all the punk rock mm -hmm. stuff came from America, and now you're, you're, Europe got a very strong, mm -hmm. and it's still going on. Huh. Right. Like that. Well, 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 I like the American style of playing our music as well. Uh, mm -hmm. music. American bands are uh, they? They also bring a lot of power. Like if you see Victory Life or you see yeah. Concrete Elite Life, that they, they bring this extra muscle in their music i don't know how to explain it uh, but but they get everything right that's 
I'm actually having, having, having fun with this. Let's 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 keep this on the reverse interview. How does uh, <laughs> how does this um, European bands received in uh, nowadays in, in in the US? Because normally yeah, our view of um, America is oh we do our own thing and we don't care about uh, any other stuff uh, that's going on uh, across the pond. But with you having interest so much in and, and yeah, all the stuff doing. that's going on in Europe, how is it received in America? What mm. we're what we are doing over here across the pond? Yeah, the Europe bands. Is that is, is that a thing? Is there uh, an audience for that? Is Absolutely, European bands touring. Yeah, really. Oh, cool. Oh, for sure. Like just just talked about Lions Law. Yeah, uh, they do a lot of European. Yeah, but it's Lions Law. Lions Law is big. Lions that's Law. that's only Lions Law. Commentary and sect also always playing in, uh, in America. <laughs> it's also an old band. Why are we talking about only French bands? <laughs> because there's a shitload of good bands coming from France right now. A uh, friend of mine is an imperial mm-hmm. dress. That they play a lot in the States as well. Also an old band from Belgium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think it's well dress, received, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, yeah, but see. yeah, of course. We always but, have this uh, impression that America stands on its own, but not with this kind of music. But is there a difference lately with, with interests... From American people and European bands compared to like 15 years ago or something? I think so. And I think it goes back to that being more accessible. You, you know, when I was talking about in 1998 and I'd go discover a band. And so I'd go look up a couple other bands and you'd find one or two other bands, right? But then we were saying because of social media now and how accessible information uh-huh. is mm-hmm. and how much better. I mean, the internet was... You weren't going to search those kind of things on the internet in the 90s or even the early 2000s. <laughs> and you wouldn't come across much. But there now. There was still opportunity here, like Oxymoron. Oxymoron in the 90s, they were a German band. They were they were exploding in the US. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. Uh, I could ask, actually. But uh, the Oxymoron, like, like, was also. That was back when no social media was ever. So. I've heard they did it with letters. They wrote letters oh, to each wow. other. We want to organize a tour uh, in America. And they just trusted each other. Okay, we come to America. Right. <laughs> and they did it. And they were fu- yeah, yeah, fucking international yeah, fame. Big uh, friends uh, and uh, okay. pals eventually. Yeah. Uh, sorry for interrupting you. Of- it was just popping. Yeah, yeah. Continue your story. Sorry. So I think that because things are more accessible, people get more excited. A couple examples would be uh, look at the bands from the the states that are going to go over and play in Europe. You know, I'll, I follow. That's all I use social media for. I just don't really care about any other aspect. I'm typically only following bands, and so that's all I'm looking at. On uh, what's going on is bands putting out music videos, tours, new music, and so forth. And then you, you come across so many of the bands. And it goes both ways, but European bands, you get to see their European tours, but then also maybe when they come here to the States, you'll see that vice versa, the bands in the States playing in the States, but then they will go over to Europe. And so then you get to see, again, referring back to what I was talking about earlier, you look at those show flyers or tour Uh flyers, and it's the band that I know and I'm looking up, and then who are they playing with? And then you start to check out, like, oh, who are these bands? And then you start seeing, well, the U.S. bands in Europe – which European bands are they playing with? Or when the European bands are coming to the States, which bands from the States? And so you kind of have those, I'm sure they have their own connections. And to kind of go along with what you were saying, maybe those writing the letters, each city has their 
venue or couple venues, depending on the size of the city, that are going to play uh-huh. these type of bands. And so if you know the person or people that either are in bands that play those shows on a regular basis, those are the connections. You know, you make that connection and you're in because they'll – Chicago's a great example. The Fear City, ones, yeah. uh, their yeah, band. Yeah, Fear City, yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you play there and yeah. – that's a band that you want to connect with. They will connect you with other bands. They'll get you on the venues where the people that mm-hmm. are coming out to see that music. And then uh, I uh, went to the Northeast Oi Fest that uh, they put on, uh, and it was in Connecticut, of all places. And Connecticut is not Connecticut. huge. Connecticut! <laughs> yeah. It's not big, but it's very close in proximity. Connecticut, oi! <laughs> all the bands... I'm going to play Connecticut, by the way. Yeah. Right? And yeah. you, I think you're actually playing the venue where they had in Wallingford. I, it's got to be the venue that they did. Yeah, North Wallingford. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. With Crancord. Yeah. Yep. That's the whole bottom line of the whole story, isn't it? I, I actually, from all the things you say to me, the whole bottom line is, and that's maybe a little bit harsh to say, our scene is fucking dying. And all of a sudden, last 10 years, 15 years, there's really a big interest in in what's happening over the pond, right? And and it's really about all about connection and all about he knows him and and, sh- and she knows him. Uh, just got him. I don't know. The whole bottom line. You 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 talk the story at the beginning of this interview. It's <laughs> it's it's more like a talk, a, a talk with with beers and stuff. But it's it's all about connecting uh lately isn't it absolutely and 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 the whole bottom line is it's a really small world it's a really small scene and it's there's a lot of appreciation within that scene and there's no more um, oh i don't care what they are doing because uh what we're doing is uh way way more awesome and uh, fuck them uh, no everybody's interested yeah. in what's happened all over the fucking world lately and yeah, that's people something are very curious that's uh, really special last 10 years as a revival going on i can't I, I can remember a time when when people in america couldn't give one shit about what i was doing in in, in holland or something oh, yeah, or in belgium and these things changed and that's that's really special and that's a really cool, uh, but- um I think this is thanks to um, yeah, that we are all connected nowadays. Mm-hmm. And Corona was yeah. also a time that connected us a little bit more in the music scene because everybody got time. Nobody could tour. Nobody could do shit. So you, we made yeah, a sure. lot of uh, good uh, deals in Corona times or uh, collaborations with other people, with musicians. They're actually... Uh, never had time <laughs> but then everybody everybody was at home so there's a lot of uh, like when corona was over the, the the pandemic was over like the music scene got a fucking boost everybody came out with music with an album like here we are and 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 yeah it's it's great to be part of it. It's a shitty time, but it was for me, for me personally. I don't know how you guys see it. For me, it was a fucking creative time. I had uh, I, I developed myself in music. I learned a lot. I joined Daydrinker in Corona times, actually. 
Mm, so, yeah, yeah, to rehearsals yeah. in secret. Yes, and, uh, secretly, but mm -hmm. I had to learn all the stuff and also set up uh, or, or made a good connections with uh, other musicians and help uh, each other out, like really? their connection with no restraints and so because everybody had time. And um, that was a very good thing. But yeah, thanks to then uh, to the World Wide Web that we can connect. It's not uh, about like what was back in the 90s or 2000s, like only your country. Now we are more, yeah, we can spread our uh, uh, musical so the scene. Actually, maybe we shouldn't see it like, oh, there are no people in Holland. Maybe we should see it uh, wider Globally, like yeah. this. Like you. Uh, you know? yeah. <laughs> now we're sitting here yeah. with you. Uh, but we, we actually, uh, we have the same interests and stuff so maybe right. you you can come to our concerts but you're still supporting us you know and we're supporting you whenever you want to come over uh, again to france or something we got a lot of family in france we always have a place for you you're always welcome if you yeah. want to see a show or you want to yeah sure and on that note we will continue on playing some more music i want to thank everybody in the band again uh, i want to thank bart ronnie jane Antoine, I want to thank them all. They're fantastic. Uh, for more of that interview, we will continue with one more bonus episode of the band Daydrinker uh, with more of the bands that they are a part of. Coming out this weekend, like I said, so more of the interview to come. Fantastic thus far. We are going to play a few more tracks, including another Daydrinker track, which we will play right now. This Daydrinker track come off of their Daydrinker demos that they put out on February 8th of 2020. Uh, Sunny Bastards Records, they jumped right on or out of the gate and were available, you know, their stuff was available through their split with no restraints and so forth. And then as we were talking about either, I think it was on the first part that you caught in the previous episode, it was, you know, Rebellion Records, so fantastic for them. Again, they're at Daydrinker Punk Rock on Facebook and at Daydrinker underscore Punk Rock over on Instagram. Fantastic band. Let's get into that track off of their Daydrinker, the demos. It is Believe. So here we go. It's more Daydrinker. <laughs>
am really excited to hear those tracks that they get put together and they go out and record and will be coming out, as they said during the interview for this show, by next March. So maybe even sooner, you know, not that they said that. I'm just saying being, you know, wishful thinking and putting out the positive vibes out there in the universe. Either way, I'm really excited to check those out once they come out. If you get the opportunity to go and see any of those shows, uh, you definitely should. Uh, they, they do have a show coming up, and I'll mention that right after this. Let's play one more track. We're going to have a few more tracks before we wrap up this episode. Again, bonus episode here at SLC Punkcast. Another band that Ronnie playing in is Roughed Up. They released on July 23rd of 2022. King and Council EP, great tracks. It's a great EP, one of my favorite EPs of last year. They're on Instagram at get underscore roughed underscore up. So go check out Roughed Up. King and Council again is the EP. Let's get into the track outside. Yeah. 
Great track. They have a great sound. That is Roughed Up. Ronnie also playing in that band. Outside was the name of the track. Uh, what I was getting to, so on the next episode, we'll be playing a bunch of bands, uh, mostly the bands, the other bands that Ronnie plays in. We'll be playing those on the next episode. I saved all the ones that have tours and live shows and stuff like that coming up. The band Day Drinker, they have a live show coming up. It is coming up very quickly. It is actually this coming Saturday, Saturday, April 8th. So you should get there, not even just to see Day Drinker, which you should definitely get there to see Day Drinker, but because it's Oi, this is Teglin, and it is the last time that this is going to be happening. We talk about it during the interview. Uh, a lot of great bands, The Chisel, Rotten 13, The Warriors, 1984, on the Rampage. It's April 8th. Go over, you know, you probably go follow any of these bands. Oi, this is Teglin, T-E-G-E-L-E-N. Uh, you should get out there and see it. Again, it's the last time. This has been going on for quite some time, and it is the last time. You can go to at Oi, this is Teglin to get more details. But it is this Saturday, April 8th. Day Drinker will be playing live. I am looking forward to seeing some of the you know, live footage, the shared footage on social media. We were just talking about that in the interview, how connected we get to be, how we can support each other, though. It might be difficult. You know, I, I plan to get to Europe myself and see some shows, but I can't get to Europe all the time for all the shows. So that's, you know, just the unfortunate part of the earth being as big as it is. Anyway, back to the music. Go see them playing live. Let's play some direct action this is a studio project that features Bart on bass and vocals and Antoine on drums. Uh, other you know, band members, Nations on Fire, the Insecure Day Drinker, of obviously, uh, the band members that I just mentioned. But based out of Flanders and Belgium, uh, direct action put out, antisocial but positive. And it came out December 27th of 2021. Again, it's a studio project, but we're going to play... The a track that I haven't played yet, this track from that release is called Ascend. So here we go with some direct action. like you'd expect out of some cool hardcore music that song uh, clocking in at one minute and 15 seconds that brings us to the next band social anxiety which is uh, another project that bart is doing bass and vocals on and you can go over to uh, socialanxiety1.bandcamp.com and you can find both 
releases for direct action and social anxiety over there on that Bandcamp page. Uh, also based out of Flanders. Imagine that. Bart's doing bass and vocals on both those bands. Uh, Old and Worn Out was the EP that they put out March uh, 20th, rather, March 20th of 2021. So just over two years ago. And the track that we're going to play from it is Don't Die Ignorant. Again, cool hardcore, doing what hardcore does, getting in and getting after it. Uh, this track's going to clock in at about 57 seconds. I enjoy it. Go check out the rest that is on the Social Anxiety and Direct Action Projects. I told you where to go. Head over to Bandcamp. Check them out. Last up, we're going to play another band that Ronnie is a part of. The band is The Trade. It's a project featuring Liam of uh, X Close Combat, Priorities, The Beggar Belief, Ronnie, uh, you know, and all his bands. And we're going to get to those more of those bands on the next episode. And Tom who was in Arch Rivals at one point, and then Hard Wax, Riot City Radio, and his list looks about like Ronnie's list, which is fantastic, and it makes sense as to why these guys all came together for a great project. Uh, it's awesome. The idea of this project was to combine the love of ACDC-style rock and roll and we're with the punk rock edge, and this is what our result is. They put out a self-titled EP. I believe it was three tracks, uh, the vinyl, go look for it over on Rebellion Records. It's fantastic. A track that I haven't played yet. And if you want to follow them, they're on Instagram at the trade punk and roll with the letter N, punk and roll. Uh, oh, by the way, July 12th of 2021 is when this came out. So as you can tell, the majority of these releases, 2021, 2022, obviously that Nations on Fire was a little older. I went off the, the beginning. And then uh, the Day Drinker stuff came out in 2020. Looking forward to 2024, though. And even the, the split that'll be coming out with the gun down sometime this year. So great stuff. Let's wrap up the show. One more track to go. It's The Trade All Grown Up.
The Trade, All Grown Up. Great track. I enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. Definitely out there discovering all the great stuff that all these fantastic people are touching, proliferating, uh, getting experience from, giving influences to, and you know all of those things. I want to thank you again to all the great band members of Day Drinker, Bart and Ronnie and Jane and Antoine. They're all fantastic. I'm looking forward to putting out one more of these, covering even more bands that we didn't cover on this one. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the interview. Stay tuned on the next one, and we'll see you on the next time. Play the fucking outro.